Hello and welcome to our Legal Curiosity podcast, Fact, Fiction or Foreign Jurisdiction, featuring me, Ollie Gregg, yeah, me, James Kitching, and me, Jonathan Hodge. James has once again spent his time researching some interesting law, and it's going to be up to me, Ollie, and our guest to decide whether it's fact, fiction, or foreign jurisdiction. So let's get to it. This week we've got Greg Smith, you'll all know him from his great work on public health. Welcome, Greg. Thank you very much. Right now, James. Yeah. What are, we, what are we doing this week? We're not doing pyrotechnics because despite the fact that we chose that last episode, we we had a side chat and decided that considering there's fairly major election going on overseas, and I say going on uh, because as we all know, uh, Biden has fraudulently stolen the election from our great, <laughs> our great and noble leader, Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah. um, so it's an ongoing election. And so we thought we should probably do a episode all about the US election. Which, which, which to be fair, you know, does cover that base as well as obviously there have been some fireworks. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah. We like that. I, I love Greg already as a guest. <laughs> this is great. But I feel like I'm going to get replaced here. <laughs> it wouldn't take much, would it? This no. Greg's audition to replace you. Uh, but no, so the, the actual, I mean, it's so farcical. I actually can't believe, I mean, I know everyone knows Donald Trump. But for him to actually refuse to acknowledge, not, not only that, he's refusing to acknowledge, but he's also refusing to allow Biden in on briefings. Have you seen this? So security briefings. So the president-elect is always allowed into security briefings because obviously they need to hit the ground running when they take office in January. But he's refusing to allow him to do that. But that's because he's not the president-elect. Well, exactly. But I, I understand the logic behind it. But I just think immo- it's just so immoral. He's, you know, what I, what I don't get is I, th- there's a no win situation now for Trump, because if, say, he manages to get the Republican dominated Supreme Court to overturn the election and he gets put in, he's forever going to be known as the president who used the apparatus around him to put himself in for a second term. You know, it's, a no, it's literally a no win situation. Yeah, but he doesn't care. Man. But as, as, as far as he's concerned, he knows that he's not going to be successful as far as this goes. But if he can just sow the seeds of doubt in people's, you know, in enough people's minds about, you know, the election being stolen and so forth, and there being this grand conspiracy against him, um, which is obviously, which is risible, um, then, you know, it boosts his chances of, you know, I suppose, saving face uh, yeah. on the one hand and, and secondly, it's, it's, possibly it's, it's, going for a run in 2020. Exactly. It's all about 2024. Yeah. That's what it's all about. I don't know enough about it, to be honest. Democracy luckily, and just like my, just like most things, John. <laughs> Very good. Luckily, we're doing an episode all about elections. Yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff. Um, and on that, you just used a word there, John, to describe Donald Trump. Why do you think that Donald Trump wouldn't be able to cast a ballot in Kentucky based on one of the words oh, he used? I think it's, I called him an idiot. You did. I think this is going to be something to do with IQ. Is it? Uh, it's not IQ. Um, it's just an idiot. Kentuck- the Kentucky's constitution prohibits idiots <laughs> and insane people from casting votes. Is, is there any case law on what constitutes an idiot? Yeah, unfortunately, you have to be ruled incompetent and unable to vote by a judge. Wow. So a judge, a judge is the arbiter of idiocy. I like it. I suppose in a way they are. That is sort of what a judge is. So uh, <laughs> on the theme of what you can and can't do in certain states, in parts of Indiana, what can't you do on an election day? Are we taking this in turns or? Yeah, we'll have a chat. 
Come up with an answer. Come back to me. What can't you do on an election day in where did you say? In Indiana. You can't canvass. It's obvious one, isn't it? That's fair. What's, what's the what's the capital of Indiana? Don't say I. Uh, it's Indianapolis, <laughs> isn't it? Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, mm. What By the way, there's probably you... multiple things you can't do on uh, election day. Yes, I, I, I think that's probably specific <laughs> thing that I've the, the answer you're looking for. Yeah, because yeah. I'm probably right on mine, so I get a point. So um, uh, no, no, so it's only you're specifically prohibited from doing yes. on an election which is obvi- day, which is really interesting, and I've written down. Uh, you can't drink. Uh, Greg, thoughts? Um, vote dressed as Indiana Jones. Nice. <laughs> that's very specific. See, Greg's got understands podcast. I think it's going to be you can't do your harvest or something. You can't harvest your crops. Indiana's a big farming state, I think. And I don't think you can harvest your crops on election day. Right, so crops, Indiana Jones. And what are you going for, uh, Ollie? You going for your candidates? You can't dress up as one of the candidates, yeah. You said drinking. Well, that's a shame yeah. you say drinking, isn't it, Ollie? Because it's actually drinking. Yeah. <laughs> are you joking? No, because yeah. statewide oh. laws barring the sale of alcohol on election day. Oh, you'll um, give me a point right. for that, though. No, Is sorry, that... you changed your answer. No. I asked, and you said you changed your answer. Yeah. I just thought my answer wasn't answer. my answer wasn't silly enough. Yeah, you got to take my first answer. Though. That's the rules. No, no I'm the what, what quiz rule? master. I can do whatever the hell I want. Go on, James. Lay down the law. Yeah. So yeah, you yeah. can't. You can't. Buy well, I actually got it right though. Like sort of without the point. No. I'll take no. credit. I get the credit. Moral victory. Yeah, moral victory for me. Um, have it, it's fine. Just take it. Enjoy if, it. If, if I were you, Ollie, I'd no demand point. a recount. Um, yeah. Question the legitimacy of this quiz and quite possibly court involved. I mean, uh, if, you do, if you do that, John will just um, record over the top of it with whatever he wants. So it's yeah, that's a pointless true. exercise. Um, James. Is the answer drinking alcohol? <laughs> yes. Oh, yes, no. it is, John. Uh, James, is this yes. rule enforced? Yeah, no, it still, it still exists. Really? But, but, but is it actually enforced? In so practice, ours, well, yeah, well, it's the shops that can't sell them. So I presume so. Is in the shop if the shops open because it, I think yeah, if you had beer, but that's selling alcohol. That's not yes, consuming not, alcohol. That's not consuming. It's only in eighteen cities and seven counties. And yeah, I doubt it's in. A lot of US laws are not enforced these days. They're historic. So right. yeah. it may Do you well know the origin of this law. Then I don't. However, cool. Cool. What did George Washington spend his entire campaign budget on in seventeen fifty eight? Alcohol. Alcohol is correct. Yeah, yeah, get a point. He bought 160 gallons of liquor to drive turnout and win favour. And it and it worked. First president. So. Well, this was the for the House of Burgesses, whatever that is. But I suspect that it obviously did help. So it sounds a bit like Game of Thrones to me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. John, any comments? <laughs> thing is, I don't really like it. I just it just reminds. Anyway, I'm not going to go into the Prashal thing again. You're falling but, down that trap again. <laughs> I know. Right, we all know that you have to be US born to run for president, which is why Mr. Arnold Schwarzenegger can't run. Shame. But in certain states, what else is required in order to run for office? And I, I'm all again looking for what I've written on my page. Great. What is required in order to run for office? Well, legs. Yes. To be an American taxpayer for a certain period of time. Uh, that may well be true, but it's not what I'm looking for. Possibly over a certain age. Uh, probably true as well, but not what I'm looking for. It's a lot more weird and obscure than that, both of these things. Okay. Is it racist? Uh, it's not to do with race, no. Though I'm sure there were laws in the past to do yeah, with yeah. race. 
Well, there's so many arcane laws in America that haven't been repealed. They just sit there. Think uh, of another protected characteristic. Disabled. You have to be able-bodied or whatever they nope. would say. Um, you have to be male. male. <laughs> you don't have to be male, though. Hang on. Right. So gender. Oh, we've done gender. Uh, uh, you have to be a uh, heterosexual. Oh, nope. oh. Do you Married have to be human? Nope, nope. Damn. I'm just going through the protected characteristics. Right. Your age. You said no. Gender, you said no. Yep. Sexual orientation, you said no. Yep. Tra- transgender. That's gender, nope. isn't it? Not that one. No, no, it's not actually. Oh, separate. So, it's separate. Uh, sexual, yeah, gender identification is separate to gender. Uh, disability, you said no. Or illness, you said no. Uh, age, we've, we've, we've done. We've done age. Yeah. What are you missing? Maternity? Not pregnant, no. yeah. No, don't worry, Ollie, you can cut all the guessing. <laughs> um, oh, come on, last one. It's, what the fuck it's a good sign. I mean, it's a sign of probably what, how we all think about this, maybe. Yeah. Something you love talking about all the time, John. Game of Thrones. No. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be a Game of Thrones fan to run for office in many states. You, America. That, that's that correct, Greg, actually. That, is, that was brought in recently. Uh, hang on, and what are the protected characteristics now? You have to acknowledge the existence of something. Oh, uh, religion, religious belief. Oh, yeah. Dear. Yeah. So in Texas, you're banned. Uh, so t- religious tests are banned as a qualification to hold office. But however, you are required to hold an, uh, an official is required to acknowledge the existence of a supreme being. Any supreme really? being. Really? What if it's like Thor? <laughs> <laughs> I've got a link to the um, the text. So let's let's open that up. Uh, supreme being. So religious test. No religious test shall ever be required as a qualification to any office or public trust in the state, nor shall anyone be excluded from holding office on account of his religious sentiments, provided he acknowledged the existence of a supreme being. So okay, so you could, be, you could be a pastafarian, and that's fine. Yeah. You can believe in yeah. the spaghetti god, and we're all good. Exactly. All right, cool. And it's still in still in force. It hasn't. It's apparently, uh, groups keep targeting it, but they can't get rid of it. Did you Did you say this was the case in well, other states as well, James? Yeah, apparently Tennessee holds a similar law, uh, banning any person who denies a supreme being from holding office, and also South Carolina, North Carolina, Mississippi, Maryland, and Arkansas. So the Bible Belt, unsurprisingly. So, yeah, what a ridiculous rule. I mean, you basically just do you believe in the supreme being? Yes. Move on. Yep. I don't not believe. I mean, you just lie, wouldn't you? Yeah, I think you'd have to, wouldn't you? What a load of rubbish. So, yeah, weird. Archaic. So, I find that thing in America so strange because they have a very clear, well, theoretical distinction between church and state. And yet they constantly ignore it. (laughs) I just don't Mm. understand. It's not like they got more religious. They're as religious as they ever were. They've always been Christians. Well, they're a more religious country, I'd say, than the UK. And yet, supposedly, they have a... But greater I, sorry, separation I mean, between church and state when they don't. Well, well exactly. But what I mean is the founding, uh, obviously founding fathers, but the, the founders of the United States of America were Christian and they're Christian now. So I, I don't understand why it's become different over the last 250 years or whatever. Yeah, it's weird. It is ever so weird. I mean, it's like a badge, isn't it? They have to wear it. And I mean, I, I, How... I, I'm not sure if they've got the same kind of decline as well amongst younger generations that we have in... Mm. Um, in this country, mm. yeah, that's a good point. Actually, I, don't, yeah, I, I think, I think it does tend to maybe. Well, this is utterly anecdotal, and you know, based <laughs> and, and possibly even based on you know my research into watching King of the Hill. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, I, I get the impression that 
it, it does tend to maybe kind of go from you know kind of intergenerationally more um, consistently than 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 again we have it over here. Um, how long are you allowed to spend in a voting booth in America? Uh, well, yes, we're talking about America. Uh, well, like, okay. On election day. How, yeah, let, yeah. Actually, move specific. In, in Indiana, how long are you allowed to spend in a vote? As long as it takes Eight to count minutes. your vote to do your vote. Eight minutes. No. Hmm. An hour. No. Whoa, way less. Way, way, way. Is it until... Five minutes. Until you're asked to leave or something by an election coordinator. <laughs> Well, technically, that's probably right. Uh-huh. It's three minutes. It's three minutes uh-huh. in the voting booth during primary and two during general and municipal. But uh, according to Angela Nussmeyer, a co-director of the Indiana Election Division, uh, it's not really enforced. So, and it requires one of them to actually ask you to leave. So, a member of the election precinct board or poll workers would have to remove you um, in that instance. So, uh, yeah, it, there's, there's a law. It says it's three minutes, but nobody buys. Dragged out that's of the polls, isn't it? Exactly. About Alabama, you get four minutes as well. I mean, to 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 be fair, I mean, I remember at the you know the last um, well any election I've voted in. Um, I mean, you know, you do have that kind of long list of candidates, and it takes bloody ages to put across by the ones that you don't want, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I always wonder though, with these kind of laws, they obviously come about because something happened. <laughs> So presumably at some point, someone took the piss when they were voting, or maybe people blocked the voting. <laughs> yes, exactly. You could do that, couldn't you? I don't think so. I, I think this is the sort of law that's just someone's just written down one day, gone, oh, that'd be a good idea. Maybe, Because, yeah. you know, and it just, it just became a law that no one actually listens to. Because yeah. otherwise, they'd all, they'd all be standing for ages and... It's just nonsense. Yeah. It's one of the rubbish. It's one of those, yeah, I think you're probably right. It's, an, it's one of those lawyers that's thought about every risk possible. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the cover. One of those bloody lawyers. <laughs> lawyers. Um, can you vote from space? Yes. Yeah, I, yes. I, I'd say so. I don't know why you asked that question if the answer was no. Yeah, you can, but I mean, only in certain states. So Texas passed a bill um, which allowed you to vote from space. It's sort of a procedure for space, interspatial voting. Well, presumably, galactic voting. quite a lot of astronauts are from Houston, aren't they? So, well, uh, maybe they're launched Houston. there, but they're not. Yeah, but when they be registered? It might be registered. Oh, they're they're training, yeah. I guess, yeah. yeah. Makes sense. Uh, Where's Cape Canaveral? Is that in Florida? That's Florida, yeah. Uh, the balance is uplinked by NASA's Johnson Space Center Mission Control Center, and once completed, is sent to the county clerk's office. How uh, in Texas? Yeah, yeah. And astronaut Kate Rubens, uh, who returned to Earth, uh, I don't know when this was written, but ca- cast her ballot from space, so it has been used. But if, if say, for example, is there like a limit on when they can do it by? There must be, mustn't there? And do they work out um, how that applies based on the location of the the ISS? I guess they just have to kind of hold on. just do it based on the time of the vote and then the well, time so, locally. Yeah, I yeah. guess so. Yeah, I get you have got a whole day or whatever. You know, if, if, if it was over, you know, I don't know, kind of England or whatever. Um, at I don't know a certain time, but actually the deadline was you know later on or something similar i haven't fully thought this through but um still interesting, no, really given stuff. interesting stuff yeah you can you can what? postal vote early so i'm presuming they just vote early i was just i was literally just about to say why do you just post well vote? i guess if you're up <laughs> in space for a year then it's probably too difficult you just, you just go to your local post office 
Oh, do you? Yeah, 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 yeah the yeah, yeah. space station. The other thing I've just thought of, I said a minute ago, they they launch from Houston. But isn't that isn't that they don't do that anymore, do they? They launch in the Soyuz from like Russia. Well, NASA, oh, I think they have been. Yeah. No, is that what you're saying? No, sorry, it's all so SpaceX. They're not even there anyway. It must be the one vote though that Trump can't claim is fraudulent. I mean, I think we know well, who's cast the vote from space. You, you well, know, I don't you know. Votes, votes coming in from space. I'm sure he'd give it a go. Yeah, exactly. If that was a deciding vote. The aliens. The aliens have got involved. Um, on on that thing, point, it? it wouldn't surprise me at all if he just went on the TV, fake news, said, as president, I've seen briefings which confirm there are UFOs. Like, it's the sort of thing I just wouldn't be... Uh, nothing would surprise me now with him. Well, apparently he's, like, he's got a $100 million book deal lined up when he leaves president. Of course he has. Club. You'd have to learn how to write first, wouldn't he? Yeah. Uh, no, no, this is libelous, is it? Uh, no. <laughs> Do we know what the Guinness Book of Records holds as the most fraudulent? Which country is, and this is obviously not the US, uh, which country supposedly has the most fraudulent election ever, according to the Guinness Book of Records? Uh, Zimbabwe. Uh, no, but not far away. It's, it's, it's in Africa. I, uh, I think I know it's going to be, but I'll let the other two have a guess first. No, no, John, come on. We can have your... Is it? Is it, ironically, the Democratic Republic of the Congo? It is not. Oh, I was hoping that that was it too. Uh, Egypt? No, not Egypt. Eritrea. Kenya? No, it's it's Liberia. Uh, Do we know why it was dubbed the most fraudulent election ever? Was there like three million votes and they were all for one candidate? Not far off. There was 234,000 votes, but there's only 15,000 people registered (laughs) to vote at the time. Oh, God. Um, that is such that is such negligent cheating. I mean, you should at least check the number of votes. <laughs> yeah, that's why that's why that's why Biden's done so well with the cheating because he's made it so believable. Yeah, <laughs> he made it so close. It's you know it's hard to imagine that it is fraud. And it obviously, but completely forgot well, about the, the other reasons like, and so forth. Though, well, the weird thing with the Biden one though is that you say that he's done so well, though, but he's still been accused of it. You almost think he'd be better off just you know having all the votes come in for him at the start, and then Met Trump maybe not have said anything. Uh, but you know, it wouldn't have had a good narrative then, would it? True. This way, he can't. He can convince the court this way that it wasn't cheating. Yeah, and then he and gets it, he gets all signed off. Yeah, good point, John. Thanks. Have <laughs> you all seen the Four Seasons uh, landscaping thing? <laughs> yes. Oh uh, yes. It's next door Love to the, to the no, in between a yeah dildo shop and a and a, and a cemetery or, or whatever. You not seen this, John? No, what is this? So um, Trump's lawyers organised a press conference and they couldn't book the Four Seasons, but Trump had already said they were having it at the Four Seasons. So they ended up booking this Four Seasons landscaping uh, business, which was in between, as you know, Greg said, a, a sex shop um, and a crematorium. Yeah. So it's just all of them stood in front of this bizarre, it, random business. They stood, they, they stood in front of a garage door, which they've put posters up on saying Trump and Pence. And Rudy Giuliani is just standing there, and that's when he finds out that Trump has lost the election. Well, not that he agrees, but that Biden has been called as one, and he just goes off one. And goes, wow, wow, the news media have to, oh, the news media said Biden have won. Wow, well, we all must believe that then. And he just goes off one. And, and this is Rudy Giuliani. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's had quite the fall the from lawyer. grace, really, since his, his time in New York, hasn't he? Hasn't he? Uh, it's such a shame as well because he, he did so well in prosecuting the mafia did he? But... go on t- I know you're going to tell us about this John go on tell us about no, how I, sorry no I, I thought you already knew that so no. Rudy Giuliani when he was in charge of the legal team New York State he was responsible for introducing um, or I should say applying the RICO Act uh, to the mafia which allowed them to arrest not the, just the lower level members of the of the syndicates but actually go after the, the bosses and it completely decapitated the mafia and 
that is why from, since the 80s, the Mafia has been a shadow of its former self because he was responsible for taking it down. As a result of that victory, he then uh, used that momentum to become mayor of New York, where he uh, implemented the, the zero the tolerance windows policy famously. Stuff, wasn't it? Yeah. So I didn't realise that he's, he's, an, he's been given an honorary knighthood from the Queen. What? Giuliani. Are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah. I mean, not, 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 rec- really? not recently. No, honestly, he's a re- before he's had an the, incredible before career. Trump's lawyer. He was an incredible, yeah, lawyer, really, really impressive guy. And then he was a Times Person of the Year in 2001. Well, I thought was quite interesting recently is a number of there's been quite a few lawyers coming out in the US who work for the law firms that represent Trump, who are now getting very uncomfortable about working for those law firms while they're challenging the democracy of America. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a bit dodgy. Uh, what day? Do, uh, yeah. do you know what day Americans? Anybody remember what day Americans vote on? Yeah, so, so Wednesday. It's not a date. Yeah, it's a day. But what day? Oh, the first Wednesday of November. Was... No. Second wrong. Wednesday of oh, Tuesday, Tuesday, John. Yeah. First Tuesday of November. Tuesday. It's the second Tuesday. Second Tuesday of November. Oh, give you a chance. It oh wait, no, it's the first Tuesday. No, take the back. It's oh, the first Tuesday. Oh, I get another point. There, God, there must be some kind down. of see you next Tuesday joke in here somewhere. I mean, I'm not saying I'm bold enough to make yeah, it. <laughs> but it has to be the first Tuesday after the first Monday. Oh, right, okay. Why? Um, because what? November 1st is All Saints Day, <laughs> and they don't want Election Day to fall on All Saints Day. Oh, yeah, no, God forbid that would happen. That would be awful. Because separation right. of church yeah, and state, yeah. obviously. Mm-hmm. So it's the first Tuesday as long as it isn't the Hang first Hang on, are you, you're exactly telling me not. that a 90s girl group has their own day of commemoration in the, in the US? <laughs> That's remarkable. Absolutely right, yeah. They do. Well, well they do these days, Greg. And, and the, the, the other two. <laughs> yeah, don't know who they are. Yeah. Um, do we know why? Um, because they're Liberty X fans? <laughs> I didn't mean that. I meant oh. why, uh, why it's the... <laughs> why a Tuesday? Um, uh, because, hang on, Oli, you go first. Because everyone's a bit, everyone's a bit tired on a Monday. So. <laughs> I don't. That's it. I don't. That's it. Yeah. It's not that. I think it's going to be something historical. Yep. Was, was the day the this thing was signed on a Tuesday? No. Damn it. Do you mean? Do you mean the Declaration of Independence? Yeah. Whatever that one. Whatever the, thing. No, the Constitution. Constitution. The Constitution. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. Was yeah. it signed on a Tuesday, though? Because that might be... Okay. I mean, it might have been signed on a Tuesday. Right. Hello, you go look up that. All right, I'll come back. I think it's going to be... Is it going to be some sort of day of a battle? Uh, no. Is it, is it because, you know, you've got, like, Greg? the U2 song, Sunday, Bloody Sunday, and then you've got the, that other song, you know, kind of um, Just Another Manic Monday, and then everyone ran out of songs complaining about days of the week, so Tuesday had to be... You know, the next whole thing. That was the natural day. Yeah, uh, no. So it was because uh, most residents... Oh, I've, I've got it, I've got it. Okay, okay. come on then. Because it's the day on which you choose a candidate. Tuesday. What? Oh, no. That's really not good. <laughs> uh, so it's because back in the day, uh, they didn't have cars. And so most re- residents of rural America had to travel quite a distance to vote. And Monday was not considered reasonable, as many people would need to begin travelling on a Sunday. And obviously, Sunday is oh, Sunday it's a God's day. Yes, no. It's just always about religion, isn't it? They just take Sunday off from travelling. What's well, so the travels, yes. take a rest, and then travel a bit more? Well, oh, that's a bit odd. It's a bit late for me. Do, do you know why they vote in November? Sorry, why do they vote in November? 
Yeah. Uh, is it because there's the handover period, which is like two months, and they want the present to start in January being the first month of the year? Uh, no, that's not it. That would make sense. Oh, yeah. It'd be quite sensible, that, wouldn't it? Oh, there you go. So, what did Ollie say? I wasn't listening. Oh, so, it, 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 <laughs> Ollie was building in the handover period so they could start in January. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Um, uh, is it going to be something religious again? No, it's not religion this time, actually. Uh, I'm a bit stunned with this. I mean, I, I, I have I'm to say, I thought the, the handover one. period. He's got no um, jokes, have you? No, I'll be trying to think of songs involving <laughs> other months of the year. It's because Yes Vember doesn't exist, so they had to go for November. <laughs> uh, I, considered ma- I considered making a joke along those lines, James. Uh, I, I, I withdrew from it personally. but um... <laughs> Well, I think you made the right decision, Greg. Um, um, it's the conv- most convenient month like of travel for those who have travel again. Food. Because uh, you know it's an agrarian. It's about travel and agrarian. The same answer, so, right? Yeah, you, know, you know when you said you've got some boring questions for us. You won't have yeah, they're out of the way now. <laughs> oh, oh right, great. Okay. Here we go. Because I thought we'll cut all that out. Leave them for the last ones. So I thought I'd leave. Get uh, the shit yeah, you want to end, end on a high? Absolutely. Uh, okay, well I will end on a high. So <laughs> before I end on a high, do you know? Can you name a couple of countries where you have to vote? So Australia. Yeah. Correct. Um, what happens if you don't vote? In Australia, you get fined. Uh, not only fined, but you could be not entitled to hold public office I mean, to be honest, three to be honest, if you're not engaging oh, no, sorry, that's really engaging oh, sorry, that's... processes, then you're not exactly that's... going to be too concerned about not then standing for office, are you? But... That was very true. But also, no, I'll take that back. It... That's Argentina, sorry. That's Argentina where that, that law exists. Uh, in, in Aus- oh, Argentina. Yeah, uh, yes, well done, John. In, in Australia <laughs> are so strict that even if you don't live in Australia, but you're an Australian citizen, you also have to vote or, or you'll get fined. So you have to go to your, end, your I don't, embassy. I don't like that, actually. I don't like that. It's quite a bit. I like That's it. That's not democratic. No, it's not the reason they brought it in, though, is because less than 60% of people are voting. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, but, uh, so they're saying if you have less than 60, you need to have a law that forces 100%. <laughs> Well, they just wanted. They were just saying, if you want, we want, uh, you know, that's, that, that, that public means to be involved. That voting, who don't really care, but you can really spoil just, your ballot. So, so, so it's completely you know, meaningless, then, isn't it? Because then the people that are compelled to do it are obviously just yeah. going to, you know, either vote for someone that they they have no interest in whatsoever, or they're just going to spoil their ballot. Yeah. Well, what they'll do is they'll vote for a party they've seen everywhere because it's the only one they know. They go, oh, I've seen that guy on TV. So what it does is it it um, it subsidises the larger parties and. You know, detracts from the but but I think what's quite good about it is it deals with a Brexit effect, which is we think we're going to win, therefore we won't bother turning up mm. because everyone. Has I to don't turn think up. that is what happened with Brexit because didn't have a. I think there was a, I think it was an impact. I think there was a lot of people who thought I was very complacent about Brexit. I thought we were easily going to win. I still voted, but I know a lot of people who were like, "Well, what's the point? We're going to win it." I don't know anyone who didn't vote in that. Oh, I know quite I, a few. Really, I'm surprised because I thought we had a huge. I thought everyone voted in that one. Well, for, it was such a big... 40, 31% of people didn't. Yeah, well, there you go. That's a lot of people. In uh, Australia, that wouldn't have happened. No. No, exactly. And actually, it's quite hard to to get out of voting. So, you know, you have to apply... How do you know all of this? Because I work with someone who's Australian, and his, and his mum got fined for not voting while she was at home with uh, two baby twins. Two twins. Yeah. Four kids. No, I know. I'm trying to work that out. Brazil's quite interesting. In Brazil, it's compulsory for citizens 18 years and over, and it's optional for illiterates and those over 70, and for those between 16 and 18. You just say you're illiterate, couldn't you? (laughs) It's more believable to some than others, Adrian. 
Yeah, but that must be an easy test to fake. Mm. <laughs> no, I can't read that. No, you trick them, wouldn't you? You'd say, <laughs> if you read this, you'll get a million pounds, and then they'll read it out loud. On the way in, you have to pull or push sign on the door. And if, they, you know, if they navigate that yeah. Yeah, yeah, fairly competently, <laughs> then you're done. I'd be caught out by that all the time. Greg. It does I remarkably annoy me test. when doors are actually the, uh, push doors, but they have one of those kind of pull handles on them at the same time. Oh, uh, yes. 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 So yeah. our final, land on a high. Uh, so <laughs> you said that about the last question. No, no, I said that, I said I wanted to end on a high, so I was going for that one first. Uh, <laughs> some sort of Come about on. flying. Or something. No, no, no. So let, give me my time. Give me my moment. Okay. Americans elected Donald Trump, but named two weirder electoral winners from Brazil. Bolsonaro, a cat. Uh, no, and no, oh. it was an animal. Bolsonaro. <laughs> 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 Only people who know Brazilian politics are going to be able to laugh along with that one, I'm afraid, Greg. Well, he's burning down all the rainforests. That's all we need to say about that bastard. That's true. <laughs> uh, uh, th- this animal candidate received 100,000 votes. That's good. Is it a dog? Was it a dolphin? It wasn't a dolphin. It was. It has four legs. It's a mammal. Uh, I said donkey, didn't I? No. Dog. Uh, it's it's a dog. Gonna, it's going to take too long, this. It was a rhinoceros. From oh, we're never going to get there, are we? <laughs> So it won. It won the election. What happened then? That's Did ridiculous. it take its seat? Or... <laughs> Go <on>. Well, <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. Apparently Brazilians were so fed up with corruption and graft on the city council uh, that they, in protest they had elected a rhinoceros. Wait, it can't be that, so it can't be that corrupt. They're allowed to, to vote in a yeah. And it, So the, it was the election. So the, the, the rhino was called Casaresso. Casaricio? Mm. Oh, it's got a name. And... Yeah. To this day, a Casaresso mm. vote is still used as a means of protest. Did the, did, 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 did yeah, the so rhino take, you know, a huge bung from uh, a mining company and then, you know, kind of like bugger off to the Maldives or something for the rest of its life? <laughs> May well have done. May well have I've done. just been waiting for Ollie to say he horned his way into the democratic process or something. Oh, like yeah, because I'm the one that but... comes up with all the shit puns. <laughs> well, I really wanted to say it. And then you just... He stomped all over the democratic process. Oh, Christ. Oh. Uh, um, great. So the other one was a guy called Francisco Everardo Oliveira Silva, who had an unusual profession. Do you know what, what profession he was? And he ran in ran under the tamer. auspices of this profession. Uh, was is he a gigolo? <laughs> no, no, no gigolo, no, no rhinoceros tamer. Was he a politician? He didn't run under the guise of a politician, no. Uh, drug dealer? No. What do we think of politicians, especially Boris Johnson? Clown. Oh, clown. Yes. <laughs> I love that you both said that straight away. Yeah, he yeah. ran under the guise of his clown character um, uh, with slogans such as, what does a federal congressman do? I really don't know, but vote for me and I'll let you know. <laughs> That's great. That's terrible. So he, so he won. won. So how was yeah. that, anything interesting happen in his tenure? Uh yeah, when, they, when he won, they played the national anthem. Did they actually go? And then all, all of the Brazilian parliament <laughs> get into a very, very small car. Yeah, and it exploded. <laughs> I think we're going to have to have Greg back for the next episode. That's, 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 a, that's a pleasure um, for, you, you know, for me to hear that. Thank you ever so much. Greg, if you were to come back, hypothetically, what would be a topic you would find interesting to learn about? Via James's I mean, if I'm perfectly facts. honest, that was not a question I was expecting to be asked um, in the slightest. <laughs> what hobbies do you have, Greg? <laughs> what do you want James to look up, basically? Um, Greg likes I'd like, food. I think I'd like James to maybe just read an, you know, a, a, a food, an edition yeah, of GQ or something. 
um, that would that would satisfy me just to to see him wear a tie every yes. now and again. Yeah. Um, Men's yeah. fashion. That'd be a good topic. <laughs> Look, this is a podcast, Greg. People don't know how I dress. They might think I'm incredibly <laughs> snappy dresser. The fact that you use phrases like snappy dresser. Intriguing. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I feel that the yeah. actual, you know, listenership um, may may have uh, a bit more of a All sense of about how you how you do dress games. <laughs> Maybe traditions, you know, kind of cultural traditions involving, you know, death or something in different countries. Maybe maybe that could be a good one. Jesus Christ. Good luck with that. Basically. Okay. Death. Something to do with death. I'll look into death. Great. Right, Weird laws to do with death. There, there, well, there mean, must be some, you know, archaic. To death. Make sure we keep it uplifting. Rented laws or whatever. Well, probate. Probate, yeah. Well, yeah, in, in Scotland, you have to give a certain amount of your estate to your kids. Spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. There. <laughs> Same in France. But in the do, you mean, do you mean spoiler alert for the next episode <laughs> or when you die in Scotland? Both. <laughs> Both. And that's it. Thank you for listening to another episode of Fact, Fiction or Foreign Jurisdiction. If you have any questions for any of the hosts or anything you'd like to raise in the podcast, don't hesitate to contact us on any of our social media channels on Instagram at Fact Fiction Foreign, on Twitter at Fact Foreign and on LinkedIn. Don't forget to share, like and subscribe.